Do you 2614 I haven't eaten any of this food when morning, I haven't put any of it aside when unclean, nor have I given any of it for the dead. I have listened to what Adonai my God said, and I have done everything you have ordered me to do. 14 KJV I have not eaten thereof in my morning, neither have I taken away aught thereof for any unclean use, nor given aught thereof for the dead, but I have hearkened to the voice of the Lord my God, and have done according to all that thou hast commanded me. 14 CJB I haven't eaten any of this food when morning, I haven't put any of it aside when unclean, nor have I given any of it for the dead. I have listened to what Adonai my God has said, and I have done everything you ordered me to do. 14 ESV I have not eaten of the tithe while I was mourning, or removed any of it while I was unclean, or offered any of it to the dead. I have obeyed the voice of the Lord my God. I have done according to all that you have commanded me. As we continue the study on the book of Galatians which has a real concern of traditions, this verse in Deuteronomy 26:14 needs a response. My first few questions are. 1. What is unclean, the human or the food? 2. What does set aside mean? Set aside to do what? 3. What does giving to the dead mean? Were there traditions that think the dead need food set aside for them? 4. What mourning is going on? 5. What is a morning tithe? The King James Version has several words in italics, ought, any, use, ought, but, and. Words in italics mean that the writer is trying to help you understand the verse better, which, of course, is to their own persuasion. This is not a King James article to bash that Bible, but it's how I study. In the King James we best leave out the added words and read between the italics. Then, in your knowledge of the setting and background, what do you think it says? After that, use commentaries that under the setting of so you can properly read God's word. Otherwise, we are just another sounding gong standing firm on italicized words. Can people become unclean? Can the food become unclean? Why is the word unclean used instead of common? When something is common it is just that common. It is neutralized to be of no effect. It is common. People would offer food to their gods hoping it would succeed in that god's attribute. Baal was a fertility god so food may have been sacrificed to it in hopes a female would bear a child. At this point this food offering is considered set apart to the god Baal. What happened was that this same sacrificial food that was set apart to a god would now be brought to the table and eaten when coming together for the god of Israel. This food is now considered common. It is not set apart to our creator alone keeping it holy. We do the same thing when we serve other traditions, gods, and then expect our creator to answer our prayers. Exodus 23 says we are not to entertain thoughts of other gods besides him. Exo 20-3 Thou shalt have no other gods before me. If we participate with the other gods of this world, we are common before our Creator God. Remember where Yeshua Jesus said to the churches that he would we be hot or cold than lukewarm. At least you are a church that has determined what it believes. Then we bring our own judgment upon ourselves because we have decided to not agree with Exodus 20-13 that says not to murder. Churches have agreed to murder the unborn and now they are judged by the Torah. Scripture needs to not just be read, but studied. It is when we compare that we dig further to find truth. We must live our lives according to what God thinks and align ourselves with those type of friends. I don't promote churches because even Yeshua Jesus called many of them good, and yet he found them weak in a certain area. The assembly of believers that holds its members accountable for sin has studied the scriptures to know what sin is, missing the mark, missing the target. So, now we know what common means, 
which is no problem but when it comes to God he can't treat our Creator common. The English Standard Version has the best take of three so far. Now, please feel free to compare to other versions. What we must realize is that if you have enough Bibles saying the same thing then it's probably true. If we have an odd duck out that doesn't match. Consider it not to be correct. Can people become unclean? We are not talking about dirt on the body, but God is talking what spiritually is acceptable to God since we know He does not want us to be common when it comes to Him. It is the Torah that shows us what spiritually unclean is. And, this does not negate the fact that we love Jesus and what He did for us. We are always saved by His atoning blood, so let us just get past all that conversation as some may now think that people who learn this are now just working their way to heaven. That is not true. When you love Yeshua Jesus, you are loving God who set this entire program up of how to live safely on our earth and in the next realm to come. How does one become unclean spiritually? Touching the dead. Touching blood from a woman's menstrual cycle. In fact, there are so many ways to be unclean that it puts us in a state of needing God. It is part of the process that reminds us that we are but a worm and He alone is holy. Thus, don't feel bad when normal things happen in life as we all have people die around us, and we will never get away from sitting down where a woman having her period just sat. Yeshua Jesus' blood covers these things for us but if we paid attention to these regulations we would see in the long run how it draws us closer to being in the will of God. I just want to insert here that humans now have a tradition that lets them control having children. We are not to have sexual contact during a woman's period, and yet the Catholic Church teaches to do that as it's a manner of birth control, since there is no egg available to fertile. This was told me in my Catholic marriage counseling before I got married and that has been 52 years ago. I don't know if they have changed their thinking on that because now you can even murder your baby and will go to heaven as they, representing God, forgive you. Okay, let's keep going, but one last thought on pregnancy. If we examine the blood issues guidelines we find that sexual relations within a marriage happens when the egg is available. Why? Because our Creator designed that act to have the earth multiply. Adam and Shanoah did not do that their first seven years of marriage. And at the fiftieth year of Adam life they then produce a child. It was a jubilee year, which shows us our Savior comes at a jubilee. Good indication of it anyway. The complete Jewish Bible shows us that being this food was not even eaten when they were unclean, and then the Hebraism kicks in and repeats itself by saying not when I was around the dead. We are unclean around the dead. There is mourning around someone dead. This verse says that someone has died and this person was in their presence, which defiled them and this food was not eaten then. Let us remember too that whoever took Yeshua Jesus off the cross would not be able to attend the Seder the very next day. They would have to cleanse themselves by washing over a certain amount of time. These people could have another opportunity by attending a second chance Seder in 30 days from the one held yearly at Nisan 15. Thus, it was a sacrifice to carry our beloved Messiah from that cross and even put ointment on him. All these written instructions were practiced all through history to finally recognize our Messiah of whom also became contaminated, because he would not be common before God. He would become so unclean that he had to take his blood to heaven's altar because that is where his kingship is. John had his revelation of Yeshua Jesus performing his duties at the heavenly altar. So, in heaven, so on earth. If we are to told to model something here on earth, it is because it is modeled in the heavens. When we arrive to heave, it will not be a strange place to us as we've seen its model here first. That is why we must do exactly day for day, non-cut stone for non-cut stone, feast for a feast, 
It all patterns to the heaven that will be arriving to earth soon. Deuteronomy 26:14 ESV I have not eaten of the tithe while I was mourning, or removed any of it while I was unclean, or offered any of it to the dead. I have obeyed the voice of the Lord my God. I have done according to all that you have commanded me. Hmm, did you just read this? He had not eaten of the tithe, food was to be tithe, it fed the priests in the temple and it fed the poor and foreigners while they lived with them. There is a Shemitah year where the land is laid to rest. 2022 would be that year in Israel. I would like to not harvest our hay crop in 2022 but perhaps it's the cows that won't calve in the Hebrew calendar 2022. And, it's true, it's the cows this time that our land will lay their bodies to rest until around October 2022 when it's Shemitah cycle year 1. This is just my personal insight as to how I see our Creator working on our land named, El Shaddai. I also saw our hay man almost die from the sea word at Thanksgiving 2021. He had 11% chance to survive being on a ventilator to then return after 21 days. Maybe he'll see my point and rest our hay as well, I don't know, but it will be up to my husband, as usual. What I do know is that the farmer of whom we sold our three cows has been generous to us, and he had six sets of twins from his bull after breeding 67 cows in 2020 they dropped in 2021, the sixth Shemitah cycle which is double portions. I stand in awe of God's traditions coming alive on our own soil. You would see God in your life too if you would understand His ways, He is so in control and wants to show His glory to us. The last part is precious. I have done all that you commanded me. This person has done what he knew God wanted him to do, even if he didn't realize it was pointing to the Messiah that was to come. He obeyed without understanding the why. 14 ESV I have not eaten of the tithe while I was mourning, or removed any of it while I was unclean, or offered any of it to the dead. I have obeyed the voice of the Lord my God. I have done according to all that you have commanded me. At this time in history it was spoken to the people and we read that it will once again be oral as it's buried in our hearts. The Torah was written down so men like Solomon could not add or take away one yod of tittle. Solomon changed the Torah as he said but Solomon would not be hurt by having many wives. Solomon thought his wisdom could bring him through the harsh fact that kings were not to have many wives. God has one bride, Israel. She has attendance at her wedding. Gentiles. We are to be one just as the arguing tribes became in one thought. They had to disperse, but their tradition of the Torah was to go to all the world. It is the Torah that proves Yeshua Jesus is the Messiah. If churches remove the Torah, they will be removed. They are making themselves unclean and not set apart to God's ways, the Torah. Can the church just do some of the Torah? I don't think so. Why? Because God's calendar hangs on the Torah. The Lord's feast are the embodiment of it. It tells them when to come together. The church today follows what was set up by popes, the Catholic Church doctrine put the day of worship on Sunday after the sun god. The rays of the sun are inscribed everywhere. The sun god will not embrace the Sabbath and now it's gone so far as to embrace aborting our human race. Any agenda that stops birthing is an antichrist agenda. The Torah is not a tradition. The Torah are our direct instructions to live out what we can at this time in history that we live. Yeshua speaks concerning what defiles a person. Matt 15-8 KJVA This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Matt 15-9 But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. What defiles a person? Matt 15-10 And he called the multitude, and said unto them, Hear, and understand. 
Matt 15:11 Not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which cometh out of the mouth, this defileth a man. It is amazing for me to hear pastors preach on Matthew 15:11 that it confirms the kosher food laws are invalid for the saved Christian. They take it completely out of its context to confirm their own doctrine of eat what you want. Jesus, red letter, is speaking about the heart defiling us. Yeshua Jesus ate kosher as well as all the Jews around him. None of them were ever questioned about eating kosher, but eating common, what had first been given to another god may even have been kosher but it was now common. And, what was this food that they didn't defile? It was the food meant for the tithe. G.W., I didn't eat any of this holy offering while I was in mourning. I didn't distribute any of it while I was unclean. I didn't offer any of it to the dead. I have obeyed the Lord my God. I have done everything you commanded me. TLV, I have not eaten from the tithe in my mourning, or removed any of it while unclean, or given any of it to the dead. I have obeyed the voice of Adonai my God, I have done all just as you commanded me. Which of the rabbinic oral laws were implemented? How many will we find? Let's look, here's the definitions. Rabbinic oral law is a catch-all for these four categories, 1. Halakot 2. Minajim 3. Tekanit and Gezero, 4. Masem. 1. Halakot, new laws derived from scripture although usually twisted out of context or manipulated and forced to reveal things that are not there in the plain reading of scripture. 2. Minhagim, Jewish customs that became law by sheer fact that something may be commonly accepted and widely practiced. You see this in Acts 15:1, where it refers to circumcision as a custom of Moses, which is a clear sign that this is a reference to the Phariastic custom on circumcision. 3. Tekanit and Gezero, enactments and decrees invented out of thin air, with no spiritual justification. Yeshua makes a reference to these in Matthew 15:3. 6 Referring to voluminous Pharisaic traditions. 4. Masam deed or actions of previous Zadikim righteous men or rabbis that become law just because they did something and, therefore, it makes their Masay or action valid and thus, legally binding on all Israel. An example of Masam is works of the law. All four of these categories of law establish a central rabbinic authority for all Israel. 1. Halakat, yes, Christian pastors twist out of context forcing us to think the food laws are no longer valid. 2. Minhagim, yes, Christians have commonly accepted that the wide practice of not eating kosher is correct. 3. Tekanit and Gezero, yes, pastors come together and agree there are no spiritual justifications for eating kosher. 4. Masim, yes, because Martin Luther even told how to kill the Jew, which is killing the Torah. Yes, because the founder of the Catholic Church Constantine declared it true in the Nicene Creed in 325 AD, yes, because TBN's pastors agree, oops, they are no longer all agreeing as TBN is now having rabbis teach. So, there we have it. Christians today have created their own Christian oral law and expect our world to listen to them because after all, those Jews killed out Gentile Jesus. Wrong. He was a Jew and came to perfect the Torah to go to all four corners of the earth along with the message of resurrection. Torah for all mankind has always been the Father's goal. Exo 23:13. Pay attention to everything I have said to you. Do not invoke the names of other gods or even let them be heard crossing your lips. Other gods are the other traditions that more than cross our lips. We engage and argue they are what God said. Conquest of Canaan promise points to conquest of kingdom on earth. 
Exo 2320 I am sending an angel ahead of you to guard you on the way and bring you to the place I have prepared. God has sent His oral word known as His written word known as the living word. Who is the angel that opened the seals? Yes, Yeshua Jesus is coming with a mighty sword. That sword is the Torah. Rev 920 The rest of mankind, those who were not killed by these plagues, even then did not turn from what they had made with their own hands, they did not stop worshipping demons and idols made of gold, silver, bronze, stone and wood, which cannot see or hear or walk. Rev 9-4 They were instructed not to harm the grass on the earth, any green plant or any tree, but only the people who did not have the seal of God on their foreheads. What is to be active in our minds which then is acted out by our hands? Yes, the Torah. God knows your heart. He knows if you've been willing to be persecuted to bring the Father's instructions back to the earth. He knows if you believe Jesus is the living Word of God and you promote Him as such. He smells you. God knows if your prayers have been a sweet aroma to Him. The Hidden Plan of God The Angel and the Little Scroll Rev 10-1 Next I saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven. He was dressed in a cloud, with a rainbow over his head. His face was like the sun, his legs like columns of fire. This angel is Yeshua the Lion of Judah. Rev 10-2 And he had a little scroll lying open in his hand. He planted his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land. Rev 10-3 And shouted in a voice as loud as the roar of a lion. And when he shouted, seven thunderclaps sounded with voices that spoke. Rev 10-4 When the seven thunders spoke, I was about to write, but I heard a voice from heaven say, Seal up the things the seven thunders said, do not write them down. Rev 10-5 Then the angel I saw standing on the sea and on the land lifted his right hand toward heaven. Yeshua swears by the Father with his right hand representing strength. Rev 10-6 And swore by the one who lives forever and ever, who created heaven and what is in it, earth and what is in it, and the sea and what is in it there will be no more delay. Rev 10-7 On the contrary, in the days of the sound from the seventh angel when he sounds his shofar, the hidden plan of God will be brought to completion, the good news as he proclaimed it to his servants the prophets. Rev 10-8 Next the voice which I had heard from heaven spoke to me again and said, Go, take the scroll lying open in the hand of the angel standing on the sea and on the land. Rev 10-9 So I went over to the angel and asked him to give me the little scroll, and he said to me, take it and eat it. It will turn your stomach bitter, but in your mouth it will be sweet as honey. Rev 10:10. I took the little scroll from the angel's hand and ate it, and in my mouth it was sweet as honey, but after I had swallowed it, my stomach turned bitter. Rev 10:11. Then I was told, you must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, languages and kings. Let's review this statement. Rev 10:7b, c, the hidden plan of God will be brought to completion, the good news is he proclaimed it to his servants the prophets. The hidden plan of God has always been the good news that looked forward to the Messiah that filled up the Torah and now the good news is that Yeshua Jesus came and filled it up showing us how to walk it out. Who did he work through? The lives of the prophets. Their lives even walked out the pattern that Yeshua would walk out. We see that in Noach being lifted off the earth in wood. We see Abraham lifting up Isaac on wood. We see Yaakov lifted up seeing the entrance to heaven which we now have Jerusalem. We see Joseph suffering and almost dying and then saving their world from famine flowing from pattern to pattern. We see Israel returning to our earth in 1948 just as Abraham was born 1948 years from Adam. The good news is the Torah as it proclaimed the Messiah that was to come.
The hidden plan of God is Yeshua hidden in the Torah. The Torah is to be carried forth so we can look back to see this good news filled up, with more to come. The words were spoken, but the seventh seal didn't need to be written down. Because when those feet come down and sit on the land and on the waters, nations, there is no time left, it's done. Our world will eat what they thought would be a sweet return of our Savior. But, it will turn bitter for those that do not want to participate in the Father's Torah. The next phase will still operate on God's calendar and under His directions. And, we should consider this. Between 6,000 to 7,000 years of our earth, it will first be cleansed of those not wanting to follow the Father's instructions known as the Torah. And yet, we see another war happening when the deceivers are released for a short time right before year 8,000. So, these words from the seven angels don't need to be written down or sealed up. All will come forth according to God's incredible plans in its due season. We will see the messenger Yeshua's feet come down. Our earth will continue under Yeshua ruling from Jerusalem as King of Kings. Children will be born during that future generation and so an amount of time will be given of great trouble so those in that generation can prove their love for the Torah and Yeshua. Adam and Shanoah were given seven years and then tested. I personally think that since Adam was shortened 70 years from being a thousand years old, that the time allotted will be 70 years. That also aligns with Enoch showing us generations that are 700 years each. And a 10% tithe would be 70 years. The Sabbath is made for man and these time slots will again be for man to determine where he would like to spend eternity. It will be a time never seen before where fire hailstones fall as it closes out. Israel was surprised on Yom Kippur 1970 with barely making it through it. My eyewitness soldiers both tell me, they were held down for two weeks with no one helping them. Our Creator follows a plan and that was a prelude of perhaps that last war for earth which in now rests from all wars and it burns up as prophesied through Noach. We will have the new heaven which is the mansion being prepared for all who would believe this. My concern is that you love Jesus, but you don't love Yeshua. Think about it, you are either going to remain English thinking or you are going to move forward in the Torah to study showing yourself an approved workman looking through Hebrew eyes. Jesus is a Hebrew named Yeshua.